Blog Talk Radio. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. Well, hello and welcome to Cover This Up Extra. Today is not as much a Scientology edition as uh, normal. I'm sure there's a lot of things you might want to or expect me to talk about, like the murder on the Australia Scientology Org, Sea uh, Org, or the attacks on Leah and Mike, or the continuing saga of knowing that things we've heard have been happening since 20 and 10 years ago will probably and likely happening within the last 10 minutes. All very disturbing, and there's plenty of time for that. And you might want to know where the podcast has been or where it's going. Again, there'll be plenty of time for that. Today, I am here to talk to you about Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday and a different, unique kind of way. I'll tell you, I remember... Uh, when I was about six or seven, I'd come home from school. I'd watch the classic cartoons. Uh, some of you might remember if you're from the 80s. Uh, Voltron, G.I. Joe, and uh, things like that, Speed Racer. And between these cartoons would be these commercials like the 976 number, Talk Live, to a Muppet for 99 cents a minute. And if you dialed one number off, uh, it was an adult sex line. I know this because I misdialed this number without uh, my parents' permission one time. And um, there was a commercial for Time Life Books. He once killed a man just for scoring in the book. And then there would be this one commercial about these kids in other countries, in third world countries, who didn't have clothes or food or shelter. And for the the cost of a cup of coffee a day, you could feed this child or fool this child or pay for some of this child's amenities, something they need. And I was six or seven, and I remember, and I don't know how many of you felt this way at the time, like I did. Uh, wow, to have nothing that I have. They, they're so much worse off than me. I mean, why? Why, why was I born to this middle-class family where in their country there's no such thing as middle-class and uh, I have Nintendo and a Huffy bike and an alligator shirt and Converse and a TV of my own in my room. And these kids don't have clothes or food. And, and what's different? Why? why what, what's different? What, they didn't do anything any different than I did. They were born into this world. Why? Why is their life? They're so different, so drastically different than mine. Why are they struggling? Why are they suffering? And, and I'm not. And I think that comes from this, I believe, uh, we all have this natural, you know, not just from upbringing and parenting and, and everything and our surroundings. I, I think we really do have this natural born instinct within us, this, this, this feeling of knowing right from wrong, good from bad, and I knew that it was wrong and uh, sorrowful that these children were suffering while I had, you know, not everything my friends had, but everything I could have wanted or expected within reason. 
and I would whip things that my friends had. Like I had a Nintendo, my friends, some friends had a Sega Genesis or both. And to this day, I've never powered up a Sega Genesis. But uh, you know, having two systems was out of the question for my house. But some people had that. And every time I wanted more and, and wish I had more and better, I would remember that commercial from after school. And I think that kept me grounded, not only as a child growing up, but even into my adulthood, just remember, just going back to that just this natural instinct of, man, this kid didn't do anything wrong. These kids didn't do anything different. And they lived such more horrible life than me. There's this almost as a rational guilt, just like, why, why me so lucky? Why them so not, <laughs> you know? And it was uh, something I've always thought about. And I think about that even today, you know, uh, people are different than you. And nobody made an effort to be, uh, nobody asked to be, and there's nothing wrong with who they ended up being. But they get treated different because they're not like us. They're not like one person like the other. And uh, that's something I think about, you know, with, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. There's a guy who, uh, there's a guy who stood up there. He gave his, I, I have a dream speech. And you, you don't see this too often, but there's all these white people mixed in with all these black people. And it's a beautiful sight because nobody's angry. Nobody's fighting. Nobody's pushing or shoving, or having an argument. They're standing peacefully for one united goal, for, for unity. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of what happens to us over the years as we grow older, we, we learn about our vulnerabilities. We learn about our naiveties and we get hurt. And uh, we take on damage and scars and we become hardened. And cynical. Oh God! For the last twenty years, how cynical I've become myself. And uh, we sort of suppress that that internal natural instinct of good versus evil or right versus wrong. And we become hardened and, and and worse off for it. And I think about when people ask me. This is like people ask me all the time. You know, it's one of those things that that gets inspired by Martin Luther King Jr is uh, I, I do my podcast, and people say, why do you do a podcast on Scientology? You were never in Scientology. You were never hurt by Scientology. No one in your family was hurt by Scientology. Why Why would you have anything to do with this? Why do you do this podcast? Why don't you Why don't you direct your efforts to something more productive? And I'm going, really? <laughs> you know, uh, think about these white people standing in this crowd with Martin Luther King. Can you imagine where we'd be today if average white people, average middle-class white people in the 60s and 70s stood there and said, you know, I think it's a real shame the abuse these black people are taking, the way they're being treated. I'd never do that, but I'm living a good, healthy Christian life, and I don't do that to people, so I'll be okay. It's not my problem. Can you imagine? we get nothing done. Those photos, those videos from those speeches – and those marches will look very different today. We, you know, you know, we, we we all come from different places. We all have different challenges, and and we don't always understand or know each other's scars, or pains, or struggles. Those white people could, have, in no way, 
no way understand the road that Martin Luther King was on. People they were standing right next to, what their lives were like then, what their lives are like now. Never in a million years. What we do have the ability to do, to do is understand that the pain is there, that the struggle is there. Same thing with uh, homosexuals, females being treated differently. I, I don't know what it's like to be treated like less than because of the genitals I was born with. <laughs> and I never will. And you know what? I, I don't have to know the pain to know that the pain is there, that the struggle is there. Same thing with homosexuals, black people, people from different countries. No one chooses to be who they are. But they should, of course, take pride in and continue to be who they are. But to treat them differently because they're not like you, that's that cynicism. That's that negativity that we that we harden ourselves with over time. And that's the, some, that's the thing. You know, I also say, I want to say that I think that's a thing where we give so much credit to other people for the negative things, right? So... If we hurt somebody or break something or, or something something wrong happens, very wrong, we apologize. And sometimes, and, and I do it too, we apologize with, well, if it wasn't for this, this would not have happened. We don't take credit for it. We blame something else for our trouble, someone else or, or, or whatever we can. But I think that also works with positive things because we're so, we're so hard, we're just so suppressed what's good, you know, uh, because we, we want to be real and raw. We don't want to be soft and weak and vulnerable. And so, you know, I'll say, I'll use myself as an example. I'll say I'm inspired by Leah Remedy to do this podcast about Scientology. I'm inspired by, uh, I was inspired by Steve Martin to try to be funnier. And then I was inspired by Robin Williams to not narrow my scope to just being funny, to have a wider, broader range. And I can say I was inspired by Martin Luther King to be all-inclusive, to to want unity over um, a more divided type of of fight. And that's uh, that's something I can say is true. All these people inspired me in all these ways. But it's more or less that they inspired me to tap into and allow myself to see and execute and acknowledge what's uh, that little bit of me internally that knows right from wrong, that knows good from bad, to be vulnerable, to be empathetic, and to, and, and to be that way. Um, we need to be able to take credit for that. We need to be able to acknowledge that within ourselves. And, you know, we, we live in such a dark and cynical world. And uh, Martin Luther King said it best when he said, you know, that we would judge people by the content of their character and not the color of their skin and take a step farther, you know, their race, their their nationality, their uh, sexuality, their sex. We're, we're all in this together. Like I said, we, we don't all know each other's pains, but we're all in this big world together and we got to make it work and we're seeing some horrible things. And things have gotten very, we live in a greatly cynical time with a lot of hatred, and negativity, and bigotry. We can't, we can't really control how we were born, where we were born. We can't know each other's pains, but 
what we can control, what we can do now moving forward is control what happens next. We can be more alert of others' needs and pains. We can stand for each other, even when their pains and their challenges aren't the same as ours, and we should. We should never turn a blind eye to the needs and the suffering of others. I want to challenge everybody listening, anyone who might listen, uh, in honor of Martin Luther King and Martin Luther King Day. Find somebody who has a cause that isn't yours or faces a challenge in their life that you've never had to face or understand and listen to them. Show an interest. Acknowledge their suffering. Acknowledge what they're going through. We we need to be the good. I told my daughter this and I'm telling you now. You and me. In these, these cynical times, we need to balance the darkness with a little bit of light here and be the good. That's going to sum it up. Uh, like uh, for us, be the good. You have been listening to Come Get Some Extra on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, YouTube, and many other streaming services where available. As always, stay connected. And that about sums it up.